to Passports, Cameras, and Maps. Oh my, I'm your host, Janine Romo, a.k.a. The Wild Explorer, and I'm here today with our producer, Martha. Guys, hello. And our guest, Caesar. Hello, hello. Um, today's episode, we're going to be talking about traveling for work and, I don't know, something a little different. So, um, Caesar, tell us a bit about yourself and what you do. Well, my name is Cesar Roldan, I'm native of Southern California, Pico Rivera. Um, known Martha for, what, 10 years now? And wow. uh, started together at work right out of, co- right out of high school for, for myself. And then, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a while now. So she asked me to come on and thought it was something, something new, for me at least. I'm usually behind the scenes, but uh, um, yeah, so California born and raised and back here working with LA Galaxy as a athletic trainer. Okay, and what does that exactly mean? Because I know I, I don't really even know what you do. I know you're out there and you're like, like a therapy type of medical assistance, but I'm not, I don't know exactly what it is that that entails. So tell us a little about your, what you do like on a day to day. Yeah. Or so, game day. Yeah. <laughs> well, it all, that's the thing. It's, it's all, that's why I say it's, beh- I'm behind the scenes because it's uh, a lot of the stuff that you don't see. It's, um, uh, sure, you see the person run onto the field when someone's injured, but it's all the little stuff that starts with, you know, having to come in on a day off because someone gets injured and trying to get that person back by the next week. Um, but yeah, an athletic trainer, which gets confused with personal trainer a lot. Um, is a medical professional, has to get um, a bachelor's degree, now a master's, and has to be board certified to be working as an athletic trainer. Um, and yep, we have, we have a lot of responsibilities. We're kind of a jack of all trades, wear a lot of hats, from anywhere from nutrition to hydration to prehabilitation, trying to prevent injuries. Uh, to the acute emergency care where, you know, someone goes down on the field and needs specific, you know, sometimes life-saving, you know, care. That's what we're there for. And then obviously the post stuff, all the stuff after a surgery happens, that's us. After, you know, a grade one hamstring strain, something that, you know, might have someone out for two, three weeks, that's us. So it's, it's a lot of stuff that we work with. We work closely with, um, personal trainers or strength coaches. We work really close with uh, the dietitian department, um, but that's kind of our little niche is uh, trying to prevent injuries and when they do happen, manage those injuries and bring people back as soon as possible in the safest manner possible. So in a nutshell, I think that's what athletic training is. That sounds so intense. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a lot. seems like a lot at least and so do you work a lot like one-on-one with each of the players or do you have like certain ones you work with or how does that work um it it varies from team to team and from budget to budget because i've worked with teams where there's only two people working as a staff you know and they're managing 30 players sometimes you know the roster says 27 but you always have guys kind of moving up and down trying to fill numbers so your practices are you know running smoothly um but no it's mostly uh it's mostly the whole team aspect and you're just managing it's a madhouse most of the time you're kind of just trying to manage personalities manage uh the big injuries and then manage the guys that just kind of need a little bit of love to get them on the field you know the older the older guys need a little bit more than the rookies you know so you obviously have to manage your players and know who you have to spend more time with um and then other guys you guys kind of you just have to help them out and you know become a their psychiatrist sometimes (laughs) because they just need a little push and hey you're not you're not hurt you're a little sore it's okay you know so um so we do both but again it depends on the staff because we have a pretty decent sized staff with the galaxy and we can uh, concentrate a little bit more on the guys that are really injured and allow the other guys to kind of go with the strength staff and give them their limitations and let them know what exercises they can and cannot do, but they can take that over for us and help us be a little bit more 
uh, efficient with our time. Yeah. Awesome. How many players are on Galaxy right now? So the cap would be 27 players that you can have on the roster. Okay. But you can move players down and up from the second team if you are so lucky to have one on site like we are. So we can move players down when they need some minutes and aren't getting the first team time. Or you can move players up that have maybe proved themselves and, you know, move them into a first team role and, and use them in certain situations where maybe you have three games in a week. You know, you're moving up someone to fill a role and give some other guy minutes or uh, minutes of rest where the younger guy maybe, you know, is a little bit fresher and, you know, maybe earned his time to be able to take some field time. So uh, it, all in all, it's about 27, but if you have a second team, you can move players up and down. Oh, that's really cool. That's very interesting. So that's um, that's a lot of like details that I really had no idea went on. Oh my god, that's so that's so crazy. It's so intense what you do. Um, but let's get into the travel aspect of it. Um, so you are currently at LA Galaxy, and you're a native, born and raised here in LA. So. That's great. You have all your friends and family around. But before you came to L.A., you were in Colorado, right? For um, yeah, I was Denver? There for, yes, I was in Denver uh, with the Colorado Rapids, and I was there for two years. Oh, and how is it different? Um, how is Colorado different from L.A. working out there versus here? I've, I've heard that Denver's a little bit similar to, to Los Angeles, um, you know, besides the, the snow. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess there's a two part to that because um, uh, with every team, there's 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 different vibes, there's different um, you know different uh, ways that the coaches want to run stuff. So that's one way. The other way is the living situation, just per in period, just livelihood and and all that stuff. So I think um, as uh, as I get older and as I experience different things, there's a you know, there's obviously you have to consider both of them. And Denver was awesome. I would move back in a heartbeat. I loved it out there. It was, uh, I think, the perfect balance of city uh, living, you know, and you had mountains 30 minutes away or, you know, a little bit of plains 30 minutes away. And I am an adventurer. So I love that. That was great. It was so much fun, you know. You had a day off and you can go into the mountains and enjoy or, you know, there's a ton of breweries, uh, most in the States, I believe in Denver. I forget it was like 140. I don't fact check me on that wow. one or fact check <laughs> me one, one of the two, <laughs> but there's a ton of breweries and like uh, craft foods and that kind of stuff. So there was always something to do. Um, it is a little pricey and it's getting pricier because of the influx of people definitely a millennial town so there's so many people uh, moving into the city but it was it was amazing I loved it I can't wait to go play over there and visit my friends that I have out there um, can't wait for like a snowboard trip with the homies so it'll be it'll be good definitely a city I would recommend um, yes the snow different from LA, but, <laughs> just a little. but yeah, but it's not, it's, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it's, it's, uh, the other thing is you, it snows and then two days later, snow's gone, except for in the, in the shade, you know, snow's gone and melts and then, uh, it'll snow again in two weeks, three weeks. Not like, I guess, Minnesota where there's snow on the ground and it stays there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's good. It's nice to be based out of like a cool city. Exactly. I mean, Denver, yeah. LA. That's cool. But how is, how is traveling? Cause you travel a lot for work. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's not, it's not too bad, uh, compared to other sports as you know, in other sports, you're traveling half of the week, a week at a time with us, we'll play a game. And then, you know, our longest trips are usually if we don't double book a trip where we go to maybe two East coast teams, that's a week long, but that doesn't t typically happen. It's usually, you know, three, four days max during the week. Um, and for us, it is a little bit more difficult just because we are, you know, worrying about the guys and making sure the guys are ready to play. For the boys, like if they're ready to play and they don't need anything, you know, they have a pretty, pretty easy, to be fair. 
free food at the hotels. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, you know, they get their treatment if they need it. And then they have the rest of the day to just relax in their hotel room or go venture out, go on the little walks, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so for us, it's a little different. We are obviously kind of we're there for work just like they are but we're there for work and the work is working with the boys and making sure that they're healthy and ready for ready for the match and um when we get our time we like to go out and you know have a drink and some food and enjoy the kind of scenery it's usually nighttime because that's when we have our time off after after our work so um yeah it's usually just going out and walking around and checking out different areas so it's all, all in all, it's, it's fun, but it is it is busy and it is work. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so a typical like away game, um, do you get there like the day before or how like how does that work? Yeah, it depends on it depends on if it's a West Coast trip versus an East Coast trip um, because of time difference. So with time difference, you have to factor in at least one day um, before. So uh, so. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, at least a, a day or two before, depending on the time difference. Um, on West Coast trips, it's an easy shot up, you know, to Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, uh, or, you know, out to Denver. So we don't have to take that much time. We can go in a day before okay. and, you know, train at home, fly, have dinner, do our treatments, go to sleep, and then game day. So it's a lot cleaner when it's a West Coast trip. When we're on the East Coast, we go two days before. We have to train out there. We have to take extra supplies. You know, all those things that you don't have to factor in when you're traveling and just playing a game. So it makes it a little bit more difficult, but um, but it's not too big of a difference. It's a day difference. So, yeah, not too bad. That's cool. Um, how much travel would you say you do in a season? So half of the matches are away. Um, so you can count on forget the exact number of games mm, assuming we're around 33 now or something something i forget yeah so uh half of those games you can count on being away okay so uh, let's say 16 to 16-ish. 17 <laughs> games or so um yeah and and you visit one so you either go to an east coast team or they come to you so it's only you only play them once the rest of the games are coming from the West Coast teams. So you can have a very busy traveling schedule if you have uh, a lot of East Coast teams on your, on your away uh, slate, right? So if you have to go to Toronto, New York City, New York Red Bulls, Orlando, that's a lot of miles. Those are, those are a lot of away trips, and you have to factor in, like you have to go a day in advance, another day in advance, so it makes it a little bit more complicated. Um, if you don't have too many of those away trips to the East Coast, it's a little easier, a little bit more. Uh, it's easier to manage because you have to think the the guys are sitting in the airplane for six hours at a time, you know, and they've maybe just trained. They're big guys, some of them, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> it's you have to cram them into a airplane seat and then ask them to go play a ninety minute soccer match. You know, it gets a little difficult for them. So that's where our job is to manage that kind of stuff and try to try to minimize those effects. So as soon as we're off the plane, if we need to do treatments right away, we do it. If the guys just need to rest and lay down, then we let them do that kind of stuff. But we try to anticipate those scenarios um, by either prepping them beforehand or when once they get there, getting to work. And, you know, you, you probably see a couple low backs that are, tight and spasmed because they were sitting in an airplane for six hours, you know? So it's crazy. It's like things that I like would have never thought about, but make sense now that right. you're saying it. Yeah. So like yeah. we all get tired of being on a plane, but yeah, we're not athletes. <laughs> well, more than I aren't. <laughs> and we're not tall or <laughs> yeah, have to do anything like crazy. right off the plane. Yeah. yeah. So just little things that, that's come with, I guess, um, experience. And this is uh, things that, I personally have to rely on other maybe maybe coaches that have pl- been in the league for a long time or they've been players and then played in the and then coached in the league so they know what travel entails in the United States. Some of these European players don't understand it because they don't have to travel 6 hours to a, a game in, in an airplane. 
they take a luxury bus two hours north of, you know, wherever they're stationed in England, and they're there. But here we have to take a six-hour flight and then get on a bus for 45 minutes. And, yeah. you know, I think that's one of the big things that players that come from other countries don't realize with the United States. It's a very big country, and we have teams at the polar opposites. So <laughs> it makes it it makes it a little a little bit more difficult for them, yeah. So, and all your travel is, um, I know the teams are only in the United States, and then we have a, is it a couple in Canada? Yes, we have three, three in Canada. Three Van- in Canada. Vancouver, Montreal, and uh, Toronto. Okay. Yes. And that's the, the only travel you do, you guys never play anywhere else, right? Mm, uh, are there any, like, not special for, games? <laughs> yeah, not for MLS. Okay. Not for MLS, but for other tournaments, uh, like CONCACAF, the CONCACAF tournaments, uh yeah you can end up in you know typically it's like uh central american teams well they are central american teams and mexican teams so you can either end up in central america mexico canada or united states that's like the the boundaries that you're hitting when you're playing in that tournament you have to make the tournament obviously and then once you're in the tournament those are the places that are you're traveling to Got so it. You can end up in, you know, like Toronto and Colorado this year. They played, they ended up playing each other. So that kind of worked out for oh, them. Cool. No, the only international crossing you're doing is into the United States or into Canada. So it's not yeah. too difficult. But once you're traveling to those Central American countries, it could be a little bit more difficult because you don't know the resources you're going to have and access to, well, access to like doctors and those kind of things. You'd, so you typically travel with a doctor yourself just to make sure you're covered on your own. Okay. You know? So there's there's that as well. That's not as common just because it's a it's a different tournament so not every team goes, but that would be the international travel that, you know, um, that would be required for game situations. A lot of teams do go um, for preseason though. So not not a lot, but uh, but a few teams do go. They go into Mexico, uh, I think this year New York went to Ecuador, I believe. So you know, so they 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 do travel a bit. Try try to get different type of uh, maybe climate um, for those teams that are in the snow. They obviously want to go somewhere sunny. So yeah. <laughs> you know, they, a lot of them go to Arizona. Um, they go to Florida. So just to get away from you know having to train in on turf, artificial turf, when you're in New York, let's say. Or okay. us in, uh, when we were in Colorado, or when I was in Colorado, to not train in turf or not to be worrying about the weather, we we'd leave for a month. So we're gone a month out of the preseason. We're moving around. Whether that's we c- came to LA for eight days, we went to Tucson for about two weeks. So that all kind of um, changes as well. So I mean, that, it sounds yeah. fun to like constantly like move around and travel is it something that you like doing absolutely i i do love to travel it's 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 a lot of fun you get to check out new areas and experience different types of people and all that stuff so it is it is a lot of fun uh i always give again i always give the the comparison that's that's it's one thing to do it when you're not working and right. when you are <laughs> well uh, you know because uh we have to again tra- factor in for travel, we have to factor in, okay, well, do I have enough supplies? Uh, if I don't have enough supplies, am I going to have access to anything? Can I go buy stuff at a pharmacy? Is there going to be a pharmacy nearby? You know, So you have to think of all those things on the front end. Um, and then again, when you're traveling, you're most likely doing it in, you know, you, you always have someone that needs a little extra care and, you know, you have to just consider them while you're there, making sure that they get seen, making sure they get their work. Uh, let's say they're not going to play. They, they end up not playing. Do we have a protocol for them in the gym so they can get their work in? Um, uh, while the other guys are obviously, they're going to they're gonna play. So they're going to get their fitness in during the game. But are the couple guys that we took as extra players, are they going to get their work in? You know, so it just becomes a little bit more difficult with, with, um, with trying to manage all that stuff. But Absolutely. Love traveling. I wish I could do it more leisurely, leisurely um, yes. <laughs> but, uh, but with the team is, it's great too, because you also get different experiences that you wouldn't get 
potentially by yourself, you know, right. You know, yeah, you get pretty sweet hotels, you know, you, you know, travel's pretty easy, um, in the sense of, um, everything's kind of, everything's already pre- set up. Pre-planned. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You don't have to worry about too much because, uh, our, our team admin who works his butt off uh, has already made sure that we have a bus that picks us up. We have, you know, we have our meals already, uh, paid for and available for us. Our nutritionist, our dietitian has put together those menus, you know, so nice. we don't have to worry about that stuff. And yes, it's, you know, it's good food. It's nice hotels and awesome cities. So yeah, what's not to, what's not to be happy about? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty good gig, mm. but I mean, there has to be some downsides. Like, does it affect your personal life at all? Yeah, it, it, I mean, it does because, uh, there's, you know, the relationships are, I think a little bit affected, um, uh, just because you're definitely on, on the team's time, you're a slave to work sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you try to plan things out with friends or, you know, with loved ones and sometimes you have to cancel and that's, it just, it just becomes, it does become a little difficult. Um, I know for, I'm I'm on the younger end of you know the of my position across the league period, um, but I know guys that even my boss my boss has been doing this for twenty something years with Galaxy. His only break during that time was to work with the U.S. national team, so he knows the grind of having to work. Mm-hmm. You know, and this was in the league had you know if you you were lucky to have an athletic trainer <laughs> you know on the team you know, so he was doing everything by himself and you know, even helping with equipment and doing all that stuff. So things have really changed. So imagine the burden that he had with, yeah. you, know, you know, trying to get his, his, you know, wife going and, you know, trying to plan kids and all that stuff. It was, it's, it's incredible. I commend him a lot for <laughs> being able to, to do that because it's, it's tough. It's very tough that, uh, you know, you, you see it with the people that have kids, you know, I don't have kids. I don't have, you know, I don't have to worry about all that much in that sense, but you know, they're missing parts of their kids' lives and that kind of stuff. So right. you have to, you know, you have to evaluate that. And, and that's what you have to consider. I, I guess if you want to do it long-term, you have to consider that because it is a, it's a sacrifice that you have to make and the, your significant other and you know, your family have to be on board of it because if not, they're going to be miserable. You're going to be miserable it's not worth it at that end. So, right. Um, so yeah, there, there are definitely parts of my life that are affected by it, but with anything, there's parts that it has improved. So, right. You know, okay. That's yeah. good to hear. Yeah. So it's a little give and take, I think. Yeah. It always helps to have like a supportive family, supportive friends. So that's good that everything's worked out so far. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have any friends that are like oh Caesar's such a jerk he's always canceling <laughs> on my birthday he never comes over they're really understanding uh, I mean I have some friends that <laughs> give me some stick but it's not a it's nothing too too bad you know mostly joking well, that's mostly good. joking yeah and uh, and again I have I mean most of my friends and that's that's the thing I we live in a Latino area and we grew up Latino so you know, most of my friends are soccer fans and, you know, they, they have supported, you know, I've, it's funny cause now there's a big, you know, change with LAFC in town and everyone's either, oh. <laughs> everyone's uh, either, you see where, you see where the people and their loyalties, they really lie now because I've gone to, to LA Galaxy games since I was I don't even know how old there was, but it was the inaugural year going with some of my best friends and all those same friends are, you know, I'm going to LAFC games with them because I have friends, you know, in LAFC and they give me some tickets and I want to experience, you know, what other type of environments there are. So I'm going with them, but they're all wearing LAFC jerseys now. So, <laughs> so, you know, it's, um, but, but all to say, yes, shame for sure. Uh, uh, all to say that I have friends that are, in the sports and they love the sport and and that's why they understand you know so and obviously my family i have family in the same league i'm working in and they understand you know so yeah you have two brothers that play play for mls correct Mm -hmm, yes two younger brothers and they play same team different team 
Same team. They play for Seattle. Oh, Seattle nice. Sounders. Yeah. Um, does that get hard on the family? I mean, you're in L.A., which is great now, but you used to be in Denver. Mm. And then your parents are here in L.A. And then your brothers are in Seattle. Like, it's great that now you're back home with your parents. I'm sure they're mm. very glad to have at least one son around. But, like, how does that all work? Like, for Mother's Day, do you guys just, like, do they just FaceTime her? Do you guys try to make it a point to, like, get together, you know, at least a few times, like, a month? Or, like, you know, like, how does that work? Do they come know home after the season's over do a lot more visiting does it take a toll like yeah how does that work yeah i mean um i think my parents have now gotten a little bit more used to it um christian christian left when he was 18 to seattle uh to go to school there so he went to the university of washington so he's 23 now um so obviously that's five years yeah so he he left for college, spent a year and a half in college, and then got drafted. So he was lucky enough to get a uh, one of those like up and coming contracts where they pulled him out of college, which is which is great. Um, so he has five years out. Alex graduated the year after him, and he went to um, Seattle as well to play for Seattle University. He did his four years there. He actually just graduated. He walked um, on Sunday, last Sunday. Nice. So now uh, two graduated, and it's kind of funny that my youngest one has passed Christian, and <laughs> Christian still doesn't have his uh, his his uh, graduate degree, or not his graduate, his, um, his bachelor's. Yeah, he doesn't have it yet, but, I mean, he obviously left for a good reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's, he's, uh, he's not doing too bad for himself. Um, so yeah, so we're all, we've all been gone out of the house for a bit now and I think my family's getting used to it, but they also know like this is something that we love to do and they love it. They, they're traveling a little bit more now. My mom would never leave the house. She would be on our, you know, beck and call. Mm -hmm. And now she's starting to, Hey, uh, what is it? June, June 30th. We're going up to Seattle nice oh wait that's a week from now you're gonna go oh cool all right you were there a week ago <laughs> so i'm glad they're starting to like travel a little bit more because they've really sacrificed a lot for my brothers and i and you know the fruits of their labor i think are are showing through now you know three three of their kids in the league professionals in their own right uh i don't think a lot of people can say that and it really shows that they've dedicated themselves to everything that we've needed. Um, and now I'm, I'm happy that they get to enjoy it. But um, to answer your other question about travel, about the travel to home, again, it doesn't really, our, our schedules don't really allow that all that much. Like we typically don't get two days in a row that are off. We'll wow. get one day. If we do get two days in a week that are off, there'll be like a Sunday, s Wednesday. So there's, yeah, there's, it's, it's, it's to give the guys at least two days off, but it's not to allow them to kind of get in a vacation mindset if, if, uh, for lack of better terms or yeah. So, um, so yeah, so they don't, I mean, we'll, we'll just, we would t typically just FaceTime and, you know, my brothers and I would play Xbox and we catch up, we catch up that way, you know, talking on the, on the Xbox and, and yeah, just phone calls and all, but, um, I guess it's my parents traveling more to them than it is for my brothers traveling down to see them. Just again, because of schedule. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that's good that there's like, I don't know, with today's technology now, it's a little bit easier to keep in touch with people to have that, I guess, kind of more face to face type experience. Mm -hmm. True. Um, so that's good. So the holidays, I mean, that's, that's how you would do it. Just like, Maybe. Um, yeah, it just depends, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it just depends. And again, uh, during the off season is our biggest opportunity. So it uh, depends on where you land. The last two um, seasons, Seattle has made it to the cup. So they've had a very short off season, but they still managed to get maybe two weeks in where they come back home. And that's typically when we're all together. And we'll be together for those, let's say, two weeks through Christmas, New Year's, and then kind of have to go our ways and get back to, uh, you know, that preseason mindset because during that time, brothers haven't stopped running and lifting and doing that kind of stuff. They've just tailored it a little differently. 
And then I'm the one that's really on vacation because I'm away from everyone else. <laughs> so just, you know, home. And then we all report back to our, you know, our, our preseasons. Yeah, our preseasons and our report times. Yeah. Nice. So based on what you've seen on your travels, like if Martha and I were to go go to a stadium, go watch a game somewhere else. Yeah, we were like next season, me and Janine are planning a trip to go watch a soccer game. Mm. We don't know who we want to watch yet. <laughs> so you have to tell us based on the fan. Well, we would, we would go watch Galaxy. Okay, maybe. <laughs> of course. I would love, I would love to. <laughs> but, but an away game. <laughs> yeah, an away game. So you can pick two stadiums. One based on like just fans, like the energy mm. that there are, that there is in the stadium because we don't want to go to like an empty, right. like Absolutely. boring stadium. And then the second game that you recommend um, would be just based on like how cool the stadium is. Mm. And oh, I guess I guess three. And then the last one would be what city, just like on how cool the city okay. is. Okay, okay, fair enough. All right, let's see. So we're going to three games. Three games. Okay. So one is just the environment. Yeah, the fans, la afición, como dicen. Um, two was was uh, the stadium itself. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. And then third one was city or or yeah. like checking out cool checking city. out city. Okay, I'll start with the city first because this is the first time I've gone to this city and and uh, I had a lot of fun, uh, kind of because it gave you a different taste of of what we're used to. Um, but I really liked Montreal. Montreal was awesome. It was different, way different, because it was obviously really French um, <laughs> and very, you know, re- European. Parlez-vous français? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> S'il vous plaît, and uh, something like that. Merci <laughs> beaucoup. <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so it's it. It was a cool city. Um, had a little, lot of little like areas that you you would not expect i think like you would think you're in a little residential area and then pop there's a bunch of uh little stores and like boutique stores and that kind of stuff um cool little bars and restaurants all walking distance from where at least we stayed um so so montreal definitely a cool city to check out uh you have to time your visit because it's obviously covered in snow for <laughs> months out of the year. But when we were there, it was it was awesome. It was clear skies. They, they were celebrating um, Queen Elizabeth's birthday or something. I forget exactly what they were celebrating, but it was a party. It was it was cool. Wow. So Montreal, cool Montreal. city. I would, right. I would recommend it um, if you're trying to get a little taste. That's obviously international. Um, but I guess if you want to know any more, we can... Uh, discuss some other cool cities but uh <laughs> let me see stadium wise let's see i don't want to give lafc too much credit or credit at all but they've actually done it pretty well their stadium is well i mean it's sweet. new yeah so. yeah their stadium is pretty sick i'll give them some credit there um other city like another another one i really liked was um i liked orlando orlando's uh stadium thought that was pretty cool because it was very soccer specific in the sense of it was specific to them you know they had their 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 seats were their color their you know their um their fan section was pretty awesome they had a heavy latino population so they you know their their chanting was sweet you know they had they had cool like songs and and um they had like an homage to like the the people that died in the the orlando um, nightclub shooting and all that stuff yeah. so it's very it seems like very community based and I, I, I like that stadium a lot it was it was pretty sweet uh, the only bad part when we were there was like 4 p.m. and we're playing in the middle of summer so that was oh, yeah wow. <laughs> so yeah. our boys are struggling a little bit in that in that stuff but um, but yeah stadium was pretty sweet um, trying to think what other stadium would be uh, Kansas City Stadium was pretty pretty sweet too very similar um, but in terms, let's say the fans, I would say Portland, top. Portland's fans are insane. Those guys are they Portland. fill they fill that stadium to the brim, and and I think that's probably the best supporters group. Um, I would think so. Uh, Kansas City, very strong supporters group. 
uh, you wouldn't really think it, but they I they <laughs> they fill that stadium up pretty good, and and it's another small like sports soccer specific stadium, so it's loud in there. It is it is loud. They call it the blue hell, and it is <laughs> it is freaking loud. <laughs> um, uh, Portland. So again, Portland. We just played twice there in two weeks, and both times like one was an MLS match and loud, very loud, packed. 2 p.m. game, so it was a day game. It was it was sweet. That that was a cool stadium to be in. Um, their Open Cup game, a game that not many fans usually show up to. Again, packed. They were they come out. They come out and they support their their team. So very cool in that sense. Yeah, I always feel like um, when you go to games, like any type of sporting event, if the fans are like really in it, like you have the best time even mm. if you don't follow like that certain sport it's just the energy right it's the um you know you just thrive off that you're like i've never been to a soccer game but oh my god i love this <laughs> like you end up like learning the songs yeah. or you know what have you so um i know that's how i am with baseball i follow it a little bit but i i won't watch it at home because it's boring to mm. me at home but when i go to a game it's like yeah like you get really into it so i think um, soccer games like the fan base uh, that's important when you go watch a game so if we're going to travel anywhere we don't want to go somewhere where it's like half empty yeah. or just like oh my god like I we should have gone somewhere we could have skipped this let's leave early yeah exactly you know? yeah but when it's like packed and you know the chanting is on point right. and oh. you know everyone's like all decked out I think that that's those are like one of the best games and like matches to like go watch or like be a part of you're like even though you might be like rivals. It's mm. like cool to just yeah, be absolutely. there and like, you know, see everything. Right. And that's, that's, I guess, one of the reasons why I, I wanted to go check out LAFC's uh, games because I know that they're new and it's a nice new shiny toy. Sure. But uh, they, their fans right now are at least coming out. Let's see if uh, after a few losses they do, but um We'll see. Right. Time, time, time will tell. Time will tell on that one. But they're coming out strong right now, and you know their fan base is pretty. It's pretty cool. But um, that's why I'm very excited for our game next month. I think it's going to be, it's going to be one of the heaviest games. Um, is it an away game or? It's uh, an away game. Yeah. Also, oh, it'll be at FC. L- LAFCs. Yeah. Oh, so me and Brian are going to have to go and put on our Galaxy stuff. There and you be go. Like, We're here. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's why I think that's why it's going to be so big because obviously, you know, the first our first game against them was historic. You know, that was a huge first. Uh, they call it El Tráfico, <laughs> not El tra- not El Clásico, El Tráfico. Um, <laughs> so that was a huge game. Um, we had a massive come from behind win uh so they're eager to get one back on us and we're you know the best sound the best sound for us when we go to away trip is listening no 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 it's 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 listening to their chance and then when we score a goal not hearing anything and hearing a pin drop that's the best sound for us so making them quiet that's what we want to do <laughs> nice nice all right. Well, you'll hear me being like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's what's up," and I'll and I'll just be telling the fans like, "Oh, no song now." No song. No, no, no song. No Sorry, one? no okay. chance. <laughs> they don't sit separately, do they? Is there like? Uh, they, they're supposed. They're supposed to. I mean, if you buy it like as a as a supporter, they put you uh-huh. in a certain section with like the rest of the supporters. But if you just go and buy a ticket randomly, they're gonna throw you wherever you pick your seat so okay yeah but the actual like supporters group are sectioned off in a little corner of the stadium oh so you have to specifically say that you're a supporter a supporter to not not necessarily you don't have to you don't have to um but if you want to be part of the like your supporters group because every stadium you go to has a certain section in that stadium that's dedicated to the away team's fans Okay. And it could be like a certain allotment of tickets as well, saying like, "Hey, we're only going to give you uh, I don't I don't know the nitty gritty about this, but we're only going to allow you two thousand tickets for your supporters group, and no more." I, I again I don't know the the specific number, but that's typically how it goes. Okay. That's because if we go to LAFC, sure, there's going to be half of the stadium would want to be Galaxy, the other half would want to be LAFC. Similar to with us when they came to us. I'm sure right. I'm sure they would have loved to cram our stadium with their fans, but 
I'm, but it's I'm, your a, stadium. I'm assuming <laughs> I'm assuming there's a cap on certain like tickets. I, I that one I do not know about. Okay. That one's, uh, that one's a little bit out of my job description. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I've always wondered that because I guess I'll, I've always gone to either home games or just like games where like I've gone to a Mexico USA game mm-hmm. and I mean let's be real there were way more Mexican Absolutely. fans there yeah yeah and depending on where you go you're at the Rose Bowl it's a home game for Mexico yeah San Diego it's really a home game for yeah. Mexico so <laughs> it just depends on where that game is so okay that's why you have those games in Kansas City yeah. <laughs> for real <laughs> right um Okay, so I know you mentioned that you really liked Montreal. Um, is there like a favorite place that you like you'd look forward to going to each season? Um, for yeah, I mean, I I love to go to Seattle. I guess I didn't give Seattle that much props actually in this one because I want to see their stadium. Their stadium is a football stadium, so you know it's not it's not their home. So it's kind of tough for them. They're somewhat in a bind there, but they fill it so. Hey, Damn. if they're if they're able to fill, they don't open the whole stadium, but still, if you're getting forty thousand people on a regular basis, yeah, uh, sure, you know, yeah, let's play here. But but it's not soccer specific. Um, their fans are again massive, just like just like um, the Timbers Army. They are huge, uh, and that's I guess really true of like even the whole Pacific Northwest because Vancouver. Same. Vancouver has good supporters and they have um, they have a good following. But really, Portland and Seattle are insane. Their supporters are so big. That's why those rivalry games are insane. They I went to a Portland Seattle game in Seattle and they filled the whole stadium. That one they did open. Damn. They opened and they was, it was completely packed because it was a rivalry game. Portland and Seattle don't like each other for geographical and soccer reasons and livelihood reasons so it just makes for a really good rivalry so do they have a name for their rival game uh no they're not as cool as us (laughs) some some derby i don't know (laughs) to be fair i don't i don't even know it's not el trafico i know it's not we're actually playing uh the cali Clasico next friday so we're traveling up to stanford and we play in stanford stadium against uh san jose so that's our original um, longest standing rivalry is against San Jose. Okay. And then now that there's a freeway classic now, so uh, we're just down the street from from the new rivals. So, yeah. Nice. But could you really call them rivals when like they're not like at the same like level? I guess they're newbies. Like, would that right. still be considered a rivalry? Um, I would, I would say so because we're in this, like, literally in the same city. Okay, so just, just because of that, right? And you don't, I mean, would you consider, uh, like, L.A. Clippers and and well, I guess that's a bad example because <laughs> freaking Clippers are can't really help all that much, but there's still animosity there. Oh yeah, there's okay. still there's still a oh no, we can't let this. If the Clippers, if the Clippers beat the Lakers. There would be a huge uproar and mm-hmm. whatever. I would say that's a cause for wanting to stomp them into the ground. <laughs> Same with the Angels and Dodgers. Oh, it's a freeway classic. Same with yeah. the Ducks and Kings. Yeah. You don't want to lose against your cross country or cross uh, city rival. Yeah. You yeah, definitely don't want to lose against them. You know. So. But but, I guess what's fueled that fire is our game against them, mm-hmm. and then the fact that um, they've really put on a good showing when it comes to their footy. They've played well. They've played well. Yeah, they have been playing. They've been playing well. well. And then their supporters group is is coming out pretty strong. So, but we're established. And we are, we're here. We're the five-time, you know. Yeah, you got all the little stars on the jersey. So, I mean, (laughs) biggest history. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's theirs to try to take from us. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess that's a whole different. Yeah, it's, talk a, whole, and all. it's a whole different show. <laughs> but but it's fun though, and that's mm-hmm. why and that's why it is fun to make yeah. these little rivalries because because they are they are so close, and you can see the potential that it has for for league implications because it's only going to get bigger. Yeah. And this is only that that game that we played against them at at StubHub was internationally televised. Oh, like it was. Wow all over the place and we followed a Dortmund game that's that's pretty big I would say mm. <laughs> you know that's so big. so yeah 
So, um, right now the World Cup is happening. Yeah, are you mm-hmm. keeping up? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was just announced, you know, last week that it, the next, not the next World Cup, 2026 mm-hmm. is going to be, you know, Mexico, Canada, and U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Are you excited about that? So excited. Yeah, that's, that's so big for soccer in this country. Um, obviously, we're not in it now, which is devastating. Um, it's really, really sad, but I think, um, I think it's not going to hinder what soccer is doing in this country, um, which is, it's growing, I think, exponentially. So, um, I am very excited for the implications that it has on our soccer and it's, I think a big motivating factor for a lot of the young guys that should be in the next World Cup and will be in the next World Cup. It gives them uh, gives them something to really look forward to because if you can set yourself up for the next one, you know you have a home a home cup. So that's that's big time. Um, and I think it's going to help. Again, it's going to help U.S. soccer and the grassroots so much to have such a big event home. So yeah. Nice. And you've been in the soccer scene soccer scene <laughs> for a while now. Um, and you've, I mean, it, it has grown a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. here in the U.S., I mean, there's going to be even more fans, right? But I mean, For by sure. 2026. Absolutely, yeah. And just you can just see it with how the league has has grown within the last like 10 years. Um, I think the big, the big thing that saved really the MLS, but I think soccer in general was bringing Beckham over i was gonna say that <laughs> as a joke i was gonna be like beckham right yeah but, but oh no, my god no, no honestly really? in the sense of of i think i think he potentially could have saved the league because of the exposure that he brought mm-hmm. and all of the people that followed after him yeah he was the forefront he was a pioneer he's the one that took the chance to um to come into this league he obviously saw the monetary value mm-hmm. and the potential growth for that monetary value because now he obviously he he owns a club now and he's going to start his uh club in miami Miami. um so he's i think he's he's a business guy first and foremost and then he's a soccer outstanding soccer player but um just a little bit yeah (laughs) good model by the way um but uh that's so funny when yeah. you're leading. I'm like, he's, I'm like David Beckham, obviously. Yeah. I mean, but I, no, okay. So I really guess I, I guess I have absorbed a lot of soccer <laughs> information via yeah. my husband. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's big. Like, imagine how big he's not just a soccer player though. No, yeah. People, like, some people might not know him as a soccer player at all. He's a brand. But they David exactly, Beckham. it's David Beckham, and him coming in allowed for like other guys like Henri to come in and you know Pidlo to come in and Lampard and all these guys that came in after him I mean you guys have a guy yeah I mean we have we have I think I think we have realistically three guys that that um that maybe wouldn't be here if it wasn't wasn't for that change yeah and one for sure you know with Mm -hmm. with Ibra Mm -hmm. like Ibra I think saw what Beckham did and necessarily wants a piece of it but but wants to see what it's about yeah and obviously Seeking this guy on it, yeah. true and he's also such a big competitor that he has won almost everything that he could win mm-hmm. minus a world cup championship and i think a champions league mm-hmm. um title but he's won every every team he's gone to he's won league titles and and tournaments and that kind of stuff i think he wants to do the same here yeah and he wants to keep winning huh? yeah he wants to keep winning doesn't hurt that you're in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he wants to, I think, prove a point here in the States as well. Okay. So back to the World Cup. Um, if you could pick, so, okay, 2026 is going to come around. So say you had the power to like pick a game at, in any city. Where would you want like a World Cup game hmm. to be held? Ooh. It's a tough one. Let's see. <laughs> However many. Uh, let me see. In the United States. Yeah, in the U.S. In the, in the States. Um, I'm trying to think of like stadiums because they're going to be held in football stadiums. So. Do you think they'll build new ones? I don't think so. Okay. I think they might renovate 
Rene- like like they probably will use the one that's uh they're building for the Rams mm-hmm. most likely I- I'm assuming they'll probably use that one. It'll be new. Yeah, so I mean Ro- Rose I mean Rose Bowl would be cool too because it's kind of coming full circle mm-hmm. since the last World Cup we held here. Mm-hmm. So that'd be that'd be sick. Um, but again, it, everyone likes the shiny new stuff. So having having a football stadium that's gonna be at that point what six years old mm-hmm. or so let's say let's say it's done in two years or mm-hmm. whatever um i don't know i think that would be i think that would be cool again it's la so yeah. even though we're i'm from here and i've i know the area and this is home just experiencing a world cup game here, game here better that it be the united states better that it be my brother on it (laughs) better it be that i'm on it too so (laughs) so i mean hopefully that's the plan is to be be on that team and work work with them um but in la for sure that'd be one um i think it'd be again they're gonna be a football stadium so i'm trying to think like what are cool football stadiums yeah, what well, you could pick just just city, just yeah, a city in general. You're planning it. You're I I think it I think it'd be cool to go to Nashville, oh. and and and, and uh, watch a game in Nashville, like Nashville. Ten- I've never been to Tennessee, never been to Nashville for that. You've never matter. been to a World Cup. Right? I've never been to a World Cup. No. So why not? Why not? Why not? Tri- all triple it up. And let's go. <laughs> so I think it'd be cool to see a game in the South, uh, in LA, and. Go, let's go down to Mexico. I would I would like to go down to Mexico and watch a game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been in Canada. I haven't watched a game ever in Mexico, so I know it's not United States, but. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that'll be cool. If you, so, would do you, hmm, I mean, obviously because it's going to be, you know, here at home, it's going to be like a home cup. Mm-hmm. You're going to go to one. I'm probably going to go to one, like a game. Janine will probably go to a game. Um, if it wasn't, if there wasn't, a World Cup here coming. Um, would you travel to a World Cup? I mean, you're not at the one that's going on right now, but would, in the future, would you have seen yourself like, you know, like I'm going to go to one of these games one day? If we weren't working, I would have been there anyway. <laughs> so so that's one. So yes, to answer your question, short and sweet. Yeah. If, um, yeah, if, uh, if I wasn't working now and we had a little bit bigger break or something like that, I definitely, I would love to go and, and check out a couple games and, you know, get the vibe, the World Cup vibe in person mm-hmm. for sure. That's without a doubt. Um, I think luckily next World Cup, if I'm still doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, it'll be during the winter. Mm-hmm. So it'll be during our off season potentially. Okay. That could work. So let's say it's during our off season. You know, take off for a couple of weeks and go, especially if hopefully, you know, my brother's in the mix and he's also traveling. I, I, I think that if everything is going according to like how he, he's playing and like health wise, just I definitely see him being like at, in the team, if not like one of the strong like leaders mm-hmm. on the team. Yeah, I mean that's the hope, yeah. <laughs> and I think you got it right. It's everything if everything continues because the intangibles are there are already there. Mm-hmm. It's you know he takes care of his body. Mm-hmm. He is uh, he's definitely a homebody. If he's not at practice, he's at home, or he's doing like some sort of event for the team. So or playing Xbox. Or play, with you. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. He's literally <laughs> on Xbox all day. Both of them are, so they that's all they do. So that's that's there. You know he's he's dedicated to his sport. Now it's, you know, someone has to take a chance on him mm-hmm. and then um, uh, and, and he just needs to keep keep plugging away. But I, I think he just like you said, I think he's on that path. Yeah, I definitely I see it. I see if everything going as it's going, that's going to be like the end, the end game. for Yes. Him. Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, like they say, like the you know how they say in Spanish, si Dios quiere, mm-hmm. like yeah. that. <laughs> Absolutely. That's how it's going to be. Yeah, it's, it's it's so crazy because again we didn't make this cup and it's it's so sad. But this is one of the things that I remember talking with my brother about maybe I don't know like eight years ago, maybe more, more than that. We were sitting down. Um, it was right before him going to college. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting down and we're kind of game planning. Like, hey, like, well, look, look at these milestones you're hitting. You know, you did something well with your high school. You know, you won some championships there. Now you're going to college. That's awesome, you know. Now you have to impress in college and maybe go to the Olympics. We didn't make the Olympics. No, we just 
that was the whole different thing. Um, but maybe he was getting considered there. You know, now he's plugging away at the cup, or at, I'm sorry, at the U.S. Um, national team. You know, get, gets to go to the Gold Cup and gets a couple friendlies in. Um, and the next play would have been to go to the World Cup. Unfortunately, don't make it. So he has all these like things lined up in his head. I think that are little milestones for him, and he's and he's continuing to hit them. So taking them off exactly. Um, so he's I think he's on the path just like just like you said and I think Alex is on the path to follow Christian because he's now ticking off his own milestones Alex you know he's playing he's getting minutes he's on the 18 tonight again you know that's another another uh, opportunity for him to play he started a few games this year uh, so I think he's on a similar path um, if he keeps doing what he's doing I think he'll be I think he'll be okay as well so yeah, so hopefully, hopefully your brother's in the in that mix, and then uh, we're going to cup games and seeing him well, play. Well, hopefully you're <laughs> in the mix. I mean, <laughs> you deal with soccer players all day. Maybe yeah. you can be, you know, at the World Cup, you know, running out, and I'm like, I know him. <laughs> I know that guy picking up that other guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll I'm plugging away as well. So, um, I have one last quick question. Um. <laughs> Are they always faking it on the field? Okay, I know they're not always <laughs> faking it on the field, but the dramatic, like, ah. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, people are going to have their own opinions on all that stuff anyway. So if you ask okay. someone that's not a soccer fan, everyone's diving. It was funny because someone was saying that today. And then I was like, someone, someone was saying that. Uh, I forget. I was walking in the stadium and I saw a TV. I stopped and one of the like janitors said something about, no. what was that? No, 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 no. It was I, I forget what play it was. I forget what it was. Um, but yes, it was during the Mexico game, and someone got kicked really bad, and they're on the floor holding their leg. And I saw the play unwind, and I saw him get destroyed. Oh no, it was um, Lozano in the, in the first when he, uh, yes. So when he was running back, and by the way, what a fifteen to twenty yard sprint to save a goal because that was a goal, hands down by himself, gonna score a golazo. Gonna be a goal for him to track back 15 20 yards on a full sprint. That that was awesome to see. Um, he gets kicked really bad, he got grazed on the inside of, a, of his shin. Um, that could have been a fracture. So, saw the kick. Someone's like, Ah, it's Mexico, blah blah. Like, look at these guys on the floor. I'm like, you, Did you just watch this? Like, this guy got nailed. Did you just watch it? Wait for the slow motion. And he's like, Nah, these guys like faking it, this and that. Wait for the slow motion. Guys gets kicked with the cleats on the bottom. Like that again could be a broken leg. Mm-hmm. That could have been a broken leg. And he's like, uh, I just walked away. Cause again, <laughs> if you're, if you don't get it, you don't get it. And I don't care. I don't care to play that yeah. game with you. So no, they're not always faking it. <laughs> Some of them are, I think it goes with, uh, different, uh, stereotypes of different countries for sure. But yeah. Who was it the other day they played Morocco and, the Moroccan player like tapped him on the shoulder, like kind of hard, but like nothing crazy. And he like flung himself <laughs> on the ground. And now people are like making fun of it. But I forgot what player yeah, it was. Yeah, but I'm I know they were sure. playing Morocco because it was a Moroccan player that like, you know, patted, patted his someone. shoulder kind of hard. And then he just like fell down. And people were like, <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, we have, there's plenty of examples of that. And I don't remember who it was, but. It, it just happened. Well, yeah. Mm. But I don't remember who it was either. But I know I saw it. And it was a Moroccan player. And they were like, what are what? you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's embar- it is embarrassing. And it gets, I mean, it's, uh, to, trust me, it gets annoying when you're sitting on the bench and someone does it right in front of you and you just want to say something to them. <laughs> That's hilarious. Get up, you explicit. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for coming in, Caesar. This was an awesome show. Um, yeah, so that's our show for today. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Passports, Cameras, and Maps. Oh, my. Um, um, do you want people to check you out anywhere? Do you, like, have public, you know, profiles? Are, um, are you a brand yet? No, not yet. <laughs> I, w- I, <laughs> I will eventually have my own little business um, with my brothers uh, at, s- at some point. 
uh, we're gonna do some sort of it's it's in the works. Okay, so, <laughs> so um, if you want but, to Spotify but, uh, deal, yeah, I mean, I mean, my personal one it's it's public, so it's uh, it's C's C E E Z underscore Roldan R O L D A N. That's my Instagram, I guess. But um, I mean, yeah, just it's all public. I don't, you know, try to throw my life in people's faces <laughs> all that much <laughs> but it's kind of cool to you know I, I do post pictures of uh the stadiums i go to and you know the people that i that i meet and the players i work with so um and family and all so yeah and your dog your beautiful and beautiful my beautiful dog. beautiful little husky my cali girl <laughs> so yes uh, lots of pictures of dogs footy and family so nice yeah. so if you're a, a dog lover First and foremost, if you're, <laughs> if you're a soccer enthusiast, definitely follow Caesar. Yeah. And um, yeah, you could check us out online at lawildexplorer.com. We go to our um, Oh My podcast page. Um, and if you like the show, consider leaving us a five star rating on the podcast store. And yeah, thank you again, Caesar. Thank you, Martha. And thank you, AJ of 10 Fingers, 11 Toes for our music. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Bye. Bye.